Hi, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but that can help us all to grow. In each episode, we spend some time catching up. We share something we've enjoyed recently that's helped us with our personal growth, or maybe just been really fun. And then we go on to discuss a topic that we think is really relevant to the things that are going on right now, the conversations people are starting to have, and helping you navigate your way through that. If you enjoy this episode, hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review. I know we always ask, but it really does make a difference and it helps to grow the podcast, which we absolutely love doing. How are you doing today, my love? It is a properly autumny day here. I wonder how many times we'll say that on the podcast. Hello, before. my love. I start every episode like that, I think. No, as in about winter, about it being oh, autumn um, rather. <laughs> I mean, basically, every single episode. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I've had not a lot going on, to be honest, apart from just a very busy work week. But we were supposed to have really bad storms all week this week, and it didn't happen. And there was loads of sunshine, and I went swimming in the sea for a few days and walking on the beach. Hi. So trying to make the most of that while the weather is actually nice. So that was like a nice break to have from work being super busy that is so lovely yeah it's like my dream like walk in the middle of the day but do it by the beach maybe one day I'll live by the beach permanently that's the goal that is the goal dream (laughs) the dream how are you what have you been up to so we're not recording this in real time so it's a bit I'm confused with when this will actually go live but Today is my last day in my job and I've been like spending the last week or so just wrapping it all up and it's so weird to be leaving my job. Um, I mean, I'm not really leaving. I'm not leaving the company. I'm moving teams. So like there's that that's weird as well. Mm. Um, So I've basically just been wrapping everything up and just I've had a quiet week at work for the first time in years and I'm like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Um, This is not a stressful last week. Yeah, exactly. And it's been nice to like take a moment and reflect on like what I've achieved in the past couple of years. Because I think when you're moving jobs, it's really easy to just focus on what's next and those last few days. But actually having the more relaxed time has allowed me to really reflect on what I've achieved and like think a bit about the kind of behaviors and like ways of working for me that I want to take into my new job but also like use it as a chance to go like I'm gonna shed that bit because I don't like that thing I do or I could Mm. do that better um and it's so nice to have that time of like reflection yeah yeah definitely and it's so exciting that you're starting a new job I know so I think when this episode goes live it will be I think we'll be halfway through my first week when this goes live um so mm-hmm. fingers crossed it's all going well um but it is really exciting I am so excited I'm ready for a change I'm ready for any adventure um and yeah it, I have like the real back to school feeling as well because it's like autumn I was gonna say um, it's like the perfect time to start a new job with that whole like back to school kind of vibe for September October and then you've got like a nice amount of time to settle in before Christmas as well I mean I work in retail, so Christmas has been going since January this year. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> and it's my busiest time, but um, it's also, I think, like the most exciting time. I know 
so many people are like, oh, I want it to be quiet when I start a new job. But I actually controversially think it's better when it's super busy because you just have to hit the ground running. Like you have to just like learn quickly and get on with it. Um, yeah, it gives yeah. you a taste of like what I'm to expect even on the busiest days. Exactly, exactly that. And like, I'm nervous, but I'm good nervous. So it's anticipation more than like fear. So yeah, that's all I've been doing. And well, when this goes live, I'll have like been to Paris and all this sort of thing. But we'll circle back to that in a future episode. <laughs> Do you want to share your recommendation for this week, my love? Yes. So my recommendation this week is a podcast Ooh. and it's Meghan Markle's new podcast, Archetypes. Have you listened oh to it God. yet? I haven't. And I am so excited to listen to it I can't tell you how excited I am I absolutely love it to the point where I was like this is so probably controversial to say because of who she is but they obviously paused releasing the new episodes when the queen died and I was like are you kidding (laughs) I really really want the next episode (laughs) obviously they were going to pause the release of them anyway um if you if you haven't heard about it, uh, the Archetypes podcast is the new podcast from Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, and she talks to a lot of high-profile women about the labels and the stigmas that they've been given during their career, the, the stereotypes that hold them back, and the first episode just kind of just blew me away um the first episode is with Serena Williams who I I admire so so much and so they'd obviously recorded the episode in advance but then they went back and they did another small recording again after um she had announced that she was retiring from tennis so you did actually get like a bit of an insight into her decision making there as well um didn't realize how long they'd been really good friends for uh Serena Williams and Meghan Markle and their conversation was oh. so like beautifully candid and insightful. It's over an hour long, and I just didn't even feel like I'd been sat listening for an hour. Like that's how good it was. I just felt really absorbed in the conversation. Um, but they were discussing the double standards for for women um, in what well, obviously specifically in sport for Serena. Um, but the misconceptions of ambition for women in the workplace and in sport as well. So each episode is focused on a specific, obviously, archetype or stigma or label that one of these women has been given during their career. Um, So the next episode is with Mariah Carey um, about the label that she was given as Eva. And then the episode with Mindy Kaling. Carling? (gasps) Kaling. Kaling. I love Mindy. And that's talking about the stereotypes of being a woman who is single. And yeah, I just I just have to say, like, go and listen to them. I regardless of what your opinions are of Meghan Markle. I who I mean, I love her, but I know yeah, I the do. press love to give her labels and anyway, yeah. that's all of the conversation. The conversations are absolutely fantastic and a hundred percent just recommend giving them a listen. If you like enjoy watch have followed Serena or Mariah Carey or who like any of them is just absolutely fascinating to listen to and I love in the first episode Prince Harry makes a cameo 
like obviously comes into the study where Me- mm. or like the room where Megan is recording and he's like oh hi Serena <laughs> oh my god I love that it's amazing um but yeah I just really recommend it really really debating conversations I I keep seeing it pop up and I want to like dedicate some time to listen to it mm. um I I really like Meghan Markle. I really respect her. I, I know she's not perfect. Mm-hmm. I feel a bit like her flaws are just so public. Yeah. Like, compared to the other royals, with the exception of the obvious, um, mm. her flaws are kind of like a press story, whereas anyone else's is, is kind of like never reported on. Yeah. Um, but I really like her. I really respect her. I really respect the kind of pivot she's made in her career from like mm-hmm. acting to everything she does now um yeah so yeah I'm gonna add that to the list what is your recommendation this week okay so mine is a little different and I debated not sharing this because it's so London centric but I actually think a lot of people will like it so last night I went out for dinner with and friends and afterwards we went for drinks at the Royal Opera House in Covent Garden mm-hmm. and I had no idea that the Royal Opera House has this huge bar on the roof um it's like semi inside outside um so like they open up all like the bifold windows and it feels like you're outside but also it's like not as windy completely free to go to and you don't have to book obviously if you want to buy drinks you pay for drinks um, but it overlooks the whole of Covent Garden Market. You can see the Shard, you can see the London Eye. It is a beautiful venue. I had no idea it was there. And you walk up through the Opera House. So if you've never been to the Royal Opera House before, it's actually a really cool thing to do just to see the inside of it and to see some of the displays. But it was just like a really nice evening. I think, yeah, like we got, I think, three drinks, one of which wasn't a glass of wine. Um, and it came to like 20, 25 quid or something like that. So like actually for bars in London, really reasonable price. Um, really beautiful location. And I'm now just going to take everyone I know there because it's a real wow location. And I really thought of you. I was like, oh my God, Helly would absolutely love this. And I almost didn't <laughs> say it on the podcast because I wanted to take you. And I was like, when are you and I ever in London for long enough for me to be like I'm taking you for a surprise like that's not gonna happen I'd rather just tell you do appreciate the sentiment though but that does sound amazing I really want to (laughs) go it's just such a nice venue and something a bit different as well yeah yeah no that sounds amazing okay it's going on the list next time I'm in London I also feel like it would be amazing in the lead up to Christmas when you've got all the Christmas trees in Covent Garden yes all the twinkly lights no so yeah really recommend that just as saying a little bit different if you're in London um even if you don't want to go for a drink like it is free to go up there and it's a huge bar so no one's going to stop you walking in so you could go up there and just like look at the view if you really wanted to um yeah it's absolutely Amazing. stunning I'd never been in the opera house before and no I haven't either it's incredible in there like there are a couple of restaurants and cafes in there that you can go to that you don't need to book as well. So definitely have a look because the food looked amazing. Um, mm. And it's a spectacular dinner menu, um, a dinner venue. Oh, cool. Okay, it's going on the list. Shall we move on to this week's topic? Because I'm very excited to discuss this one. Yes. 
so this week we want to have a conversation about cherry picking advice because everyone loves to give unsolicited advice sometimes it's asked for but people love to hand out their opinions we're literally doing that with this podcast like everyone does it um but it's really important to remember that it doesn't like you don't have to take on board every piece of advice that you are given it's so important i think to like critically assess where the advice is coming from but so often when people give their opinion or their piece of advice it's or kind of just their perspective on something it's hard not to take that on board and kind of take it to heart especially if it's slightly more negative or if it is more positive or supportive you kind of blindly follow it so we want to have that conversation about how do you develop the skill to filter that advice and actually cherry pick it I I do agree that I, I think it is a skill I also think it's a skill that you'll never be perfect at because Correct. yeah I every human being that you encounter in life will have their own unique set of experiences and perspectives and and ideas and that will always influence how they give advice and sometimes that information might feel more applicable to you or like you should take it on board more and it might still be the wrong advice like even the best intentioned human beings can still give bad advice and I think it's one of those things that you just have to accept that if you do the due diligence and really think about who it is that's giving you the advice that is all that you can do because then it's up to you whether you want to accept it or take it on board yeah it's really similar to criticism as well I think Mm. like if someone like criticizes you I feel like there's always one of two like instinct reactions the first is to get defensive and be like uh whatever you don't know or kind of take it very personally and I think I for a very long time was guilty of the latter and in a similar way to cherry picking like your advice and who you're taking those opinions from it gives you that resilience and that just moment to pause like it's like a habit to build right you that habit is the pausing to go do I Mm. want to take this on board is this someone whose opinion and whose advice I really value or is it someone who maybe doesn't have my best interests at heart? Like like you said, everyone's advice, opinions, everything is always going to come skewed by their own experiences, like ourselves included. But I think so often advice can, because it's advice, it feels like it should come from a place of love and support and your yeah. best interest being at heart. But the reality is that isn't always the case. And yeah people get jealous they get bitter they get frustrated they project their experiences onto the advice they give and acknowledging that can really help to make you just think a bit more critically about whether it's advice you even want like you don't have Mm -hmm. to just because someone says my opinion is doesn't mean that you have to go ahead and do that like what you were saying about criticism there's that saying like don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from and I do think it works the other way around as well Mm -hmm. if if it's not someone that you'd be willing to accept criticism from they're probably not someone that you want to be taking advice from either yeah and I think it's really important like when someone gives you advice to just take that moment to almost run through questions in your head like 
is this unsolicited advice? Is this someone who I would usually turn to for advice? Could they possibly have ulterior motives? And do I trust them? Like the classic examples, an ulterior motive. People are like, why would someone have an ulterior motive? Think about like work colleagues who might be trying to undermine you or make you do more work Mm. or toxic family members who might be trying to manipulate you. Those are all examples of things that they might become something that feel normal to you so you forget to question them yeah and the same with like say if someone's say if you turn to someone for relationship advice but they've just gone through a really bad breakup they are probably going to have very strong opinions on no just leave them don't stay with them it's not worth it I've seen what happened advice might not be right for your relationship if you just had a fight that you need to work through with your partner hearing someone say to you just break up with them is probably not the right piece of advice you need to be listening to that's why you need to just consider the lens through which the person giving advice is looking through yeah and think of like the things that happen to get them to that point of giving advice like Mm. the flip side of that is if you're in maybe a relationship where you're struggling and you're not very happy and your friend is just like got married and they're really in love and they go no like every relationship's difficult just stick with it for a bit that might not yeah. be right for you like someone's positive can experiences can kind of um also impact how they give advice and I think that's sometimes harder to acknowledge because that really is coming from like a place of like very high vibration and wanting other people to be as happy as they are um I think it's a bit easier now like that there are more conversations about the impact of jealousy and like people not being on your team to spot when someone's advice is a little bit tainted in that way but Mm. I think it's harder when it's tainted the other way. Oh I yeah I absolutely agree especially because a lot of the time like you might be looking for advice from someone because they have what you want. Yeah and I was when I was looking up stuff for this episode I saw a quote about you shouldn't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with one I feel like that's a really bad quote because I don't feel like you should be taking advice just based on wanting to be more like someone else because you are yourself but I do also think it's an important thing to consider especially when it becomes to when it comes to like development or ambition Yeah. yeah like particularly in a work setting for example it's not saying that you want to be someone exactly, but if you admire them and they you respect their achievements, if they have results that you want to achieve yourself, then yes, maybe you might see them as someone who you do want to take advice from. But at the same time, you need to still appreciate that their journey and what they where they've already been probably looks very different from where you've already been. And that needs to be taken into yeah. consideration as well. I think as well on like especially on the career one I think is really interesting is thinking about like is that behavior behavior that I want to model like do I went do I actually respect how they've dealt with that situation or how they've achieved that thing is that how I would actually want to go about it mm. because there will be so many people who you can look at and go, they got X, Y, Z, so I'm going to do what they did or I'm going to take their advice as gospel. But if you focus too much on the end goal and you don't focus on the execution of it, I think you're at risk of taking advice from someone who you wouldn't actually naturally want to emulate. 
And that's yeah. where that really critical thinking comes in and that moment to pause and reflect and I think have a really open mind about advice. Like I always think it's good to have a couple of people who you really trust, who know you and like your values and who you really are, but also understand your ambition and the wider context so you can bounce ideas off people and get opinions from a few different people especially if it's a big decision like kind of go in with where you are and then ask them for their opinion and the people who are giving you advice because they want to support you will not expect you to do just what they say um but like they'll be willing to share it at the same time so I think I don't know if I was very clear on what I was saying. Yeah, no, I think I think it's that thing of not being in competition with someone because you genuinely have their best yeah. interests. Like you don't feel threatened by their success or what they're trying to achieve or whatever their goals are because you just fundamentally want to give the best advice that you can based on like what you know about that person. Yeah, exactly. And... I think if you can get into the habit of speaking to a variety of people, but also having that open mind and pausing before you take all of this advice on board, you create a more full picture and you can then kind of balance that with your own gut feeling and your own intuition to be like, yeah, or okay, no, something was off. It's definitely off. Yeah. And I think when it comes to like tips for cherry picking advice, I do think there is some value in asking for more than one opinion if you can, but not asking yeah. for too many opinions. Like if if you're going to ask five, six, seven people what they think, you're going to get five or six, seven very different answers. And that doesn't really make it any easier for you to decide which advice is right for you. But yeah. I do think sometimes an outside perspective and then maybe a perspective from someone who's a bit closer to the situation then gives you two opinions and two pieces of advice that you can potentially consider like one's going to be more clouded by their knowledge of the situation whereas one has absolutely no investment in the situation and I think it can be useful to hear those bits of advice from those perspectives and again it does not mean that you have to accept the advice or take the advice but I think it comes down to that fundamental thing of it being beneficial for you to hear other points of view, because there might well be things or perspectives that you haven't considered and you think, oh, shit, yeah, I should actually really think about that. Or that's really important for me to consider for the future or whatever it might be. I do think having that outside perspective can be really helpful. Yeah, th- there's just no emotion in the game there. Yeah. And often as well if you're looking for advice and you have to explain the situation to someone completely outside of it the way you tell that story will completely dictate the advice you get in that you will naturally put out the parts that are important mm-hmm. and I've definitely found in the past like if I'm trying to get advice from someone who is removed from the situation and I'm explaining the situation I'm in or why I need that advice it automatically helps you come to the right conclusion because you're kind of working through it in your own mind and going, okay, okay, yeah, no. I yeah, it's helping you process saying. it. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're then work, you're in the process of like finding those edited highlights of the things that are important. Yeah. And I think even if you don't want to do that exercise with someone, like 
and have that conversation like have that imaginary conversation almost be like okay I might speak to this person about this because this has happened and that's how and you go through it in your mind and you kind of go oh yeah okay Mm. and that's not to say the other person's advice won't be valuable but I think it puts you in a stronger position when you're seeking advice because you've already started to organize your thoughts a little bit and you've got a clearer idea of what it is that you actually want yeah and I feel like that's a good point as well like sometimes you might not need advice sometimes it might be more beneficial for you to take some time to work through your own thoughts and figure out how you feel about a situation and what the possible actions are that you could take and because especially mm-hmm. if it's some like a situation that's quite like highly charged or very emotional or very like very personal to you in the moment you'll, you just cannot process like what the best thing is to do or like what your next step should be because it feels like something so monumental Whereas if you take the time to maybe sit down quietly, write your thoughts out, think about what your options are, sometimes just creating the space for you to process it is is enough. Like you don't necessarily need to get advice from someone else. Mm. And I think that in itself is really important because if I once heard that when you go, when you ask someone for their opinion or their advice, you're looking for like them to support what you've already decided like you know in your gut Mm. what you've already you want them to say um and when I first heard that I was like oh that's ridiculous and actually I think it's quite true yeah like it might not be obvious to you but you'll really you'll get that gut feeling of like that intuition of like yeah no they are right or this isn't what I want to hear and that in itself is so telling and that's why it's so important to be able to kind of select the advice you do take because Mm -hmm. if that especially if that piece of advice is going like against what you wanted and you're thinking no that's not what I want to hear is it that the source of the advice isn't right or is it that you're actually like in denial about a decision you're making like what is that what's the root cause of that and I think that's a really brilliant process to go through to just make you more aware of your own decision making as well Mm -hmm. and your own reactions like knowing whether you're someone who does need to take that time to sit on it and like almost intuitively listen to your gut or like play through different scenarios in your head or whether you're someone who's very good at in the moment going this is what I want um and you only develop that skill by doing it more it's like anything I do think as well, if you are going to ask for advice, it's really important to be super specific about what you want advice on. Because if you're just telling someone a whole situation, they're going to, you're going to end up with unsolicited advice because you've not told them what part of the, what part of it you want help with or what part you're seeking advice with. And one of my clients teaches people this and it's it's about like being a business owner but I think it's applicable to a lot of stuff and she always says when you're doing your research and preparation for anything like a new product a new service even like what content you want to put out she always says don't ask people for their advice or their opinions because everyone's opinions will be so different you're the only one that knows you and what you offer and what your service is instead you should go to them with the specific product or content or whatever it is and say do you like this thing if you don't what don't you like about it so it's not 
it's not a case of oh do you think this is a good idea instead Mm -hmm. it's I have this very specific thing and I want to know if you like it or not because then you you're doing the best you can to avoid the unsolicited advice about your entire idea or your entire business or everything about your content how your content looks and and this is obviously very like specific to that but I think it can be applied to any situation if you can be specific about what you're asking for when you're seeking advice then you're doing the best that you can to avoid the additional unsolicited stuff that often comes with it yeah I think that's a really good way of seeking advice out as well and getting those opinions in because if something is an abstract idea you're always going to get people's own insecurities flashing up before Mm. their actual opinions on what the situation is for you whereas if you go with a specific product you've already done a lot of the work they're not going to try and dissuade you from doing it in the first place even if that's subconsciously I don't think people always do that like as a conscious act um but that's a really great way to approach it I think and then I think part of that just I don't know I don't want to say remove nuance but I think that's a really important piece of cherry picking advice that just understanding how much nuance there is and we did an episode on nuance so it probably does link quite well as well because in that we spoke about just understanding how everyone's different experiences and perspectives in life influence situations or how they act or how they react and I think that's probably quite a helpful episode to go and listen to as well if you're in the situation where you're thinking about what advice would be helpful to you yes I think that'd be a really great one to go back and listen to after this hopefully this has been a helpful episode hopefully you can practice the skill of cherry picking advice and maybe you listen to this and go oh my god get in the bin I don't agree with any of this that's completely fine as well but we do help hope that it has been helpful in some way have a brilliant week we will be back next Wednesday with another episode so don't forget to hit subscribe and then it will just land straight into your little subscription box on whichever platform you listen on and have a great week and stay safe bye bye Thank you.